Sports Wrap. Good evening to you. Welcome to SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. I'm Brad Brown with you until 7 o'clock tonight. Thanks a lot to the MoneyWeb team. They're back again tomorrow at 6 p.m. We start with news just in, and it's good news for the South African under-20 rugby team. They have beaten Japan in their opener of the under-20 World Cup. Eight tries they scored to run in 59-19 victors. A big win in the end in Pool C. They were under the pump early on in the first half, trailing 19-14, but they did come back very strongly in the second half. Congratulations to uh, the young team. In other rugby news, the Springboks have released four members Members of their squad to the SAA side for the first of their two matches against the England Saxons this coming Friday. Skarin, Tobeni, Sikombuzo, Notche, Nick Groom and Garth April will all join Coach Johan Ackermann and his squad. They'll then rejoin the Bok training group on Saturday. Australian prop Ben Robinson has retired from all forms of rugby with immediate effect, uh, effect that after picking up a serious eye injury. Cricket news, the Proteas taking on Australia. Uh, that match gets underway in just under half an hour from now. We'll chat to Johanna Roo to preview the action later on in tonight's show. Stephen Cook's been named as the captain of uh, SAA side for their four-day away series to Zimbabwe and Australia later this year, while Wayne Parnell will skipper the squad for the Triangular Limited Overs series against Australia A and India A in Australia. In football news, Mpumalanga Black Aces boss John Kamitis has confirmed that the club will relocate to Cape Town and Mushan Atagral will remain as head coach. Kamitis also confirmed that the club will not be retaining the services of striker Collins Mbasuma and goalkeeper Bafana and Tlapo will be joined by the coach Mushan Atagral later on in this evening's show too. Meanwhile, Mamelodi Sundowns coach Peter Mosimane says he's not interested in returning to the coaching position for Bafana Bafana in the near future. Speculation about the national team coach's uh, future. Shakes Mashaba uh, has been uh, speculated about of late following their failure to qualify for the 2017 Africa Cup of Nations. Mosimane says he has bigger fish to fry with Sundowns back in the Champions League after AS Vita of the Democratic Republic of Congo was disqualified for fielding an improperly registered player. There's also been talk about Gavin Hunt taking over at the helm of the national team, but Mosimane says he doesn't want it. And I've seen that there's rumours that uh, uh, Gavin Hunt might go. I think he also deserves a chance to go there, and uh, why not? And uh, let's see what happens with Bafana. But uh, at the moment, I still have to have Sundowns on Champions League. I still want that in my CV, and it's very difficult to achieve. You know, so I've been to the group stages of Champions League before in Super Sport United, small team at that time. According to the coach, the reigning absolute premiership champions are the underdogs going into the group stages after they were drawn against Zamalek, Satif and Nyimba. For us to rub shoulders with these big teams, Zamalek has won it six times. Let's take the phobia out of these Zamalek teams. Let's take the phobia out of Satif that has won it last year. Let's take this phobia of uh, Nyimba that have won it four times before. They're the only ones that have won nothing. So give it a chance maybe to win. You know? So it's like that. So let's go for it. Let's have fun. On to some cycling news now. And it was stage two of the Criterium du Dauphiné today. And uh, it was won by uh, Jesus Herrera from Movistar. Tony Galopin from Lotto Sudal finished second, while Dimension Data Serge Pals uh, finished third. The overall standing sees Alberto Contador of Tinkoff uh, still in the lead. Richie Port six seconds behind, while Chris Froome from Team Sky is 13 seconds behind the race leader. And finally... 
it has been announced that uh, actor Will Smith and former heavyweight boxing champion Lennox Lewis will serve as pallbearers during Muhammad Ali's funeral, which will take place on Friday. The 74-year-old passed away this last Friday. Coming up next here on SAFM Sports Wrap, we'll chat some football. SAFM Sports Wrap. This is South Africa's news and information leader, and uh, news today is that uh, Pumalanga Black Aces new owner John Kamitas has uh, confirmed that the club will relocate to Cape Town at the start of the new season. They'll be keeping current coach Mushan Etegral, uh, but uh, two big names being released from their player pool. One of them being Collins Mbasuma, and uh, we join now by the coach Mushan Etegral. Mushan, welcome on to SAFM Sports Trap. Thanks for joining us this evening. Thanks uh, very much. Uh, good evening to you and to the listeners. So thanks uh, for, for agreeing to chat to us. I know it is uh, a bit of off time for you, and, and we do appreciate your time. But uh, obviously the big news for Aces is uh, the club being bought by John Kamitas, who's, who's done some amazing things in South African football over the years. If you think of his involvement with Ajax Cape Town, you were involved there as well. Uh, do, you, do you feel it's a good move for the club? <laughs> That's a good question. I think for the former line of hand. Uh, for the establishment, what uh, we're going on just now to to move to to the beautiful stadium uh, and launch the, uh, the Rhino uh, against Rhino approaching, a uh, couple of new um, brand structures came in uh, and great uh, grow big growing fan base because uh, the team did very very exceptional this season. Uh, could have been done better, but uh, we were, uh, the boys really performed um, to a high level. Uh, obviously, for the fans, for the structure, for the for the, uh, for the people uh, who started to go on 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 the fan bases. I remember we had, uh, if I'm not mistaken, around 10 supporters uh, on blue and white uh, at the beginning of the season. By the first game, in the end, we had a couple of hundreds, and uh, it's just a bit uh, it's a bit uh, uh, disappointing for their viewpoint, but that's business. And um, the, the buyer is um, John Kumitis, which um, uh, it's a good, good uh, personality, football personality, and uh, he knows how to run a club. And um, I think um, the boys who are going to be relocated uh, to Cape Town and uh, to this beautiful city uh, to start a rivalry on that side um, uh, against Ajax uh, in that city needs uh, more more teams uh, to win the PSL. I think that is a that will be a positive thing, uh, but. Uh, as mentioned now that um, myself joining uh, players uh, leaving, I have not still not um, uh, met uh, John, uh, and uh, that's going to happen uh, hopefully shortly today. But we rescheduled that on Thursday, and um, so before everything is signed, before everything has been spoken, put it on the table, it's a bit uh, too early to speak about that. Uh, we need to wait for it. Mushin, as a as a coach in a situation like this, it, it puts you in a difficult situation, not really knowing what's happening. Yes, it is between seasons. Uh, are you are you feeling a bit nervous and uneasy right now? Uh, I have been so long in professional football, uh, coaching three three continents. Uh, nothing is surprising me. Uh, that is why I can say that. Uh, uh, obviously, John has spoken to me uh, before the season ended, and uh, when the offer was uh, coming in, and um, I advised him uh, from the technical side uh, how to go forward. And obviously, then we they needed to purchase it, uh, and then in the end, uh, the PSL has to take the last word and the decision, and it has been done. So obviously, uh, it's a much. Uh, obviously, John is very excited. Um, the committee wants to. Relocate and do everything uh, very quickly, but in the end, um, uh, step by step, uh, uh, so that you don't fail. Important is that you have your squad together, that uh, the team has done pretty well, 
the technical squad is, was amazing to work with me, and uh, obviously this has to be discussed. Uh, not more my personal the, uh, issues. The personal issues always come to last first. People were in the second, second and third string, with an immense, tremendous well. Um, it is important that an ongoing process has to happen, otherwise it's, uh, it's, I think it's a bit naive and will be a problem. From a player's perspective, uh, reports in, in the media today and, and yesterday that Collins Mbasuma has been let go. I mean, he was one of the, the big names at, at Black Ace of the season. He had a fabulous season. Uh, disappointing to see him go as a coach, uh, Bufan and Schlapo also not, uh, not sticking around. I mean, two big names who, who played important, important roles this season. Yeah, both of them are fantastic players and very great human beings and leader of the team. So, uh, as I said, uh, I have first, uh, obviously, we have spoken many times to each other. John has uh, got the list, and but still, meetings have to happen, and uh, I, I think uh, we need to, to meet before uh, this type of things comes out. Uh, obviously, it, it came out, uh, I think, a bit premature at the moment, uh, which we need first to sit down, talk, uh, find the right ways, what is the best for the club. Obviously, the financial part is a you know uh, immense role. Um, who can relocate? In what kind uh, you can relocate? And so these are all all, all open uh, questions that has to be let me say uh, been discussed uh, on the table, and then we can see what kind of success we can achieve. And in the end, uh, I'm a success-driven coach. And uh, as much as uh, my personal issues comes uh, in the second, so uh, before we even have a meeting, it's actually. Um, unnecessary to speak in, uh, in public eye uh, that, uh, that players are released and uh, all. we need to come together. Coach, do you know if there's a, a change of name for the club on the cards? Uh, I know, but uh, I think the, the chairman needs to announce that. Uh, he needs to put that together. There's a little bit of sentiment uh, going to be in uh, previous years. What happened in Cape Town football, you remember that the 70s and 80s was... Uh, uh, a great time of Cape Town football and I think uh, it will go that side so let's guess uh, <laughs> I should not open myself it should be done by the management and, and let's talk about it being in Cape Town and, and uh, John Kamitas who's as you rightly said was involved with, with IX Cape Town and if you look what IX has done over the years from a from a developmental point of view and their junior structures they've got really good structures in place are you expecting the same to be in place for, for Aces in Cape Town? Uh, that's uh, generally part of South African football that uh, it's been missing. Uh, it has to be done properly, and I actually then have done that. Uh, I have uh, been one of the uh, important stones in that in that uh, structure three times. I came in two times. We we really have built. Uh, I think it was more than uh, in all those years more than 110 players been developed uh, from the own new structures to professional, and then uh, I think more than 20 went to Europe. And uh, I had a huge uh, part of it. And uh, obviously that's important. We had also this season, in my opinion, great, great uh, boys in there, like Obri Madiba, Tabo Nodada, Musa Mosamedi. Uh, some really great youngsters who came up. And, uh, and uh, Obri Madiba won the, um, uh, the year player, young player year after. Uh, oh, and this is a fantastic achievement. And uh, obviously these are, uh, I was always a person that had built uh, youngsters, believe in youngsters. So it's matches. But in the end... Uh, Things have to be fulfilled. It's a, I can't say that, uh, confirm that at the moment. I have to see the senior chairman. We have to discuss what is the future of the club. How can we build the club? And with myself, uh, I can see that we uh, have a, uh, let's say, an ongoing process uh, that we can build a, a strong brand in the future. Then why not? Thank you so much for your time this evening here on SAFN Sports Track. Much appreciated. Best of luck with the move, and we look forward to chatting again soon. Thank you very much. Good evening to you and to the listeners. In the next 30 seconds, 10,000 little feet will have new school shoes. 
500 elderly people will be comforted by caring hands. And 200 families will be reunited for a second chance. A lot can happen in 30 seconds. Imagine what the Salvation Army has done with 150 years. This is an SABC Foundation-supported initiative. Mancosa, Africa's leading international business school. Accredited, affordable, and accessible management education programs. Mancosa offers postgraduate diplomas in business management and MBA. Register today at our Graduate School of Business. Visit mancosa.co.za or SMS Mancosa and your email address to 34745. Think MBA. Think Global. Think Mancosa. Management Education. Reimagined. This is Sport on SAFM. Every supporter's greatest resource. You're listening to SAFM Sports Wrap and we head to Seattle in Washington in the United States now to catch up with uh, South African golf Ashley Simon who's uh, playing a bit on the LPGA Tour uh, right now. Another great performance from her this weekend. She recorded a season best tie for 22nd in the ShopRite LPGA Classic in New Jersey. Uh, Ashley, welcome back onto SAFM Sports Wrap. Thanks for, for joining us tonight. Uh, you must be pretty chuffed with uh, the way things are going on the LPGA. It's, uh, it is a step up definitely from the golf you've played here from a competitive level it's it's good to play that sort of level golf and and consistently yeah thanks brad it's been a, a good few weeks uh we went i went home for like 10 days before the last tournament and um yeah it's been a good good few five weeks i mean i came back qualified for the u.s open then went to ann arbor finished 27th and then last week 22nd so yeah it's been a good run of some consistent golf Quite quite a crazy travel schedule as well, I might add. <laughs> yeah, it has been a bit crazy. Uh, yeah, like I said, we're back in South Africa for 10 days, which was good just to chill out. And, and now we've got like 10 weeks in a row. So it was a good thing we went home and had that break because it's, it's a very busy period this time of year. Do you like sort of stretches like this, Ashley, where you are playing consistently and, and particularly at such a high level? I mean, from an intensity perspective, it must be quite it must be quite difficult to keep that level. Yeah, I mean, normally we don't play this many weeks in a row. It just uh, has to do with the scheduling this year. Um, having the Olympics take basically three uh, three weeks out the the schedule, so a whole lot of tournaments have been bunched together. But um, you just got to pace yourself. I'm just making sure they're taking it easy on a Monday, Tuesday, and doing minimum practice, and then just making sure we know the courses. Luckily, we've played most of the courses before, so it's not all new, and we rock up every week. Talking about playing those courses and having some level of familiarity to to what you are doing, does that does that give you a bit of an advantage to going into a course cold? Um, yeah, definitely. And you also know which courses you like playing and you don't like playing, and the ones we've got coming up. I mean, this week we're in Seattle, the first time at this golf course being a major, and it's probably the best course we'll play all year. And we're very fortunate the next few weeks we've got coming up, we're playing some really good golf courses too. So, looking forward to the stretch. You talk about the majors, the season second, uh, second one. You, you're going into it on a, a bit of an upward curve. Uh, confidence must be getting better. You must be feeling good going into it. Yeah, um, I've just been trying to like improve a little bit every week. We've, we're just trying to keep it simple between my caddy and myself. Um, and this week, you got to hit fairways. It's a very narrow golf course. Um, playing a little long, but as long as you're in the fairway, it's, it's fine if it plays long. And, and the greens are so pure, so... You know, you can hold, you have chances of holding some longer putts. I think. Looking looking ahead to that, what what are you hoping for? I mean, you're talking about sort of like little improvements uh, each week. Mm-hmm. Top twenty finish on the cards for you? 
Yeah, I mean, every like last week, you know, I ended up going three under my back nine to make the cut, and then I had a goal from there to get into at least the top 30, and I did that. So you know, every once you make the cut, then you just set goals every day, and I think top 20 would be great. Uh, being a major, even, you know, anytime you finish within the top 30, you're going to make a good paycheck. You must, it must be pretty pretty exciting to to have a run like this where where you are starting to feel good, particularly going into a major. I mean, early on in the season you missed a few cuts, but uh, the confidence of making those cuts must must be a huge boost week week after week. Yeah, it is. I mean, I only have conditional status this year, and you know, those first few tournaments was but hit and miss. But now that we've got into a good run, and because I've done well, I'm going to get into the the rest of the tournaments for the year. So that's also mentally. You know, it's like basically job security for the rest of the year, which is great, knowing not every week you have to play well. So I think that takes a bit of pressure off it and just knowing, you know, you can play free every week and whatever happens, happens. A couple of other South Africans also on, on the tour. I think uh, Paula Rito had a, had a pretty decent weekend. She started mm-hmm. off really well this past weekend. Uh, Bettine Strauss also playing. Does it does it make a bit of a difference having fellow South Africans on, on, on tour with you? I mean, I don't know if you guys do get to spend much time together or, or chat or off the course. Yeah, no, it's been awesome. Bettine and I, actually, we're very good friends. We were friends when we played amateur days. And we actually stayed together last week and we're staying together this week. So... We hang out plenty. We played nine holes this morning together. Um, and, you know, Leanne as well, we hang out with her. And um, We don't really know Paula that well because uh, she's been living in the States for over 10 years now. But we have hung out a little bit, and, and it's all cool just to have some South African accents around and, and talk a bit of home slang. <laughs> I'm sure, and, and confuse all the all, all the foreigners. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just nice throwing in a few Afrikaans words now and then and just watching everybody like, what? <laughs> Just whatever you do, don't pull in any else. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we won't go. We won't go into more detail on that yeah. now, will we? Uh, Ashley, looking no. looking ahead for the rest of the season, you mentioned that you you only had provisional status sort of early on, but mm-hmm. because of the the performances you've you've put in now, uh, are you looking far ahead, sort of towards the end of the season? You mentioned because of the the schedule and the Olympics have changed slightly. Do do you go mm-hmm. week to week, or, or do you plan and go? You know what? By the end of the season, this is what I want to have achieved. Um, well, you have a goal for the end of the season. I mean, basically, LPGA season ends in September, and then from there it goes to Asia, which is all limited field events. So in order to get into those, you've got to be between the top 80 and 60. So that's always a goal. And, like, every week we're just trying to move move up a little bit on that money list. And as long as we're doing that, we have a chance to get ourselves into that. But if I don't, then I'm fortunate enough that I've got the European tour status, and that kind of kicks off We have quite a few events at the end of the year so I'm, I'm very fortunate that I've I've opportunities to play until December. Yeah, still lots of golf to, to be played in 2016 and finally talk me through sort of major week what's what's on the cards for you in the build up to, to a big tournament like this? Nothing different that's what I've learned from being out here you know, a lot of goals like left Sunday try to get here earlier play extra practice rounds and you've got to treat it like any other week and Whatever happens will will happen. Um, I think if you put too much pressure on yourself, you end up playing worse. So I'm just trying to be casual and, um, yeah, as I said, stick to the fairways and, and we'll be okay. Ashley Simon, as always, great to catch up. Thanks for taking the time to, to chat to Thanks, us. We look Brett. forward to, to following your progress this week. Best of luck and uh, let's hope that we can uh, fly this African flag proudly at uh, another major. Thank you, appreciate it. Inspired Youth is a motivational platform that inspires the youngsters of today to become the leaders of tomorrow.
Through interactive workshops hosted by high-profile role models, teenagers and young adults are encouraged to identify their passions, hone their skills, and turn these into fulfilling lifestyles and careers. Inspired Youth is for young people who want to push their boundaries, create opportunities, and alleviate unemployment and poverty in South Africa. This announcement is proudly brought to you by the SABC Foundation. See inspiredyouth.co.za for details. Two mega jackpots totaling 35.9 million rand. Yes, that is an estimated jackpot of 20.5 million rand for Powerball and 15.4 million rand for Powerball Plus. This one's for you. Panda push-up play today for your one big thing in this Tuesday's mega jackpot draws. Buy tickets online at nationallottery.co.za. You must be 18 years or older to play, play responsibly. SAFM Sports Wrap. That's a lot of zeros. Springbok assistant coach Johan van Kran says everything they're doing this week in the Springbok camp is towards making sure they win their first test of the Castle Lager incoming series against Ireland at Newlands on Saturday. Van Kran says there's been a lift in intensity in the team since they regathered in Cape Town this week and believes that they will need to work more on their set-piece play this week. Van Kran was speaking at the media briefing at Cape Town Stadium uh, after the team's training session today. No, I think the, the coach has, has made it very clear from the beginning, new start, but he's here to win test matches, and I think that's, that's it. A test match is a test match. Uh, obviously, we're going to do some new things, but game of rugby is about decision-making. You know, if, if the defence dominates you, you've got to exit, you've got to get in there off. If you get front football, then you dominate the defence. It's a set-piece battle, one or two new things there, and a few new things from, from Ireland and the Six Nations. But, uh, you know, it's play-by-play, 80 minutes, and, and you've got a grind. You know, I can't see it being any different, especially in the first 20. It'll be collisions. They've got a fantastic rush defense. You know, we've got uh, a defense that's going to come hard. Good guys on, on the ground. If you just look at stats over the last four years, Ireland's a very good contesting side. You know, they hook at the back of the line-out, putting pressure on, on your first ruck. And once you're on a touch, they come with that rush. So, uh, you know, experimentation, yes. It's about making good decisions and winning the test match. Van Kran, who's the only remaining member of the previous Springbok coaching staff under Heine Kamea, says he sees a lot of similarities between the squad of 2012 and that of 2016 in that they are embarking on a journey of discovery and even if things don't fall into place immediately, they're on the right track under Alistair Kutsia. I think it's, it's firstly about, about where the space is. You know, Ireland's got a fantastic defence. Uh, you know, if you're on the back foot and, and they're in your face, it's going to be spacing behind. Uh, but once we get front football, we've got some fantastic broken f- players. You know, the back three, we've got a lot of speed, good in the air. And I think some of the centres uh, has got unbelievable opportunity to run lines and play with each other. And, and you know, the guys that saw last night's training, uh, there were some pretty special things happening. But again, uh, you can only attack what the defence gives you. And we're going to utilise the space, whether it's out wide, whether it's in front of us, or whether it's in behind. Van Kran says winning is paramount for the national team and while they'll try out new combinations and plays, winning must be at the forefront of what they do on Saturday. They did that brilliantly in, in Dublin. It surprised us on the night in the first half. You know, we adapted it off them and scored a try in the second half. You know, it's new laws in, in, in the mall now. So the ripper's got to be in contact with the jumper. So if teams pull away, you can go. Um, so you know, that's, that's a lot different. So you know, I don't know if they'll come with that again. Uh, we prepared for that, and it's about adapting on, on the Saturday. Um, you know, there's, there's two different styles as well. They're running around and staying away and hitting you. So we've prepared for that. Um, you know, it's about adapting play by play, and yeah, can't wait for Saturday. 
It's going to be an incredible test match of that. I've got no doubt uh, the Springboks taking on Ireland. It is the first one for coach Alistair Katsia in charge. The box having criticised for not attacking enough, but Van Kran believes that uh, with the form that many of the, the backs have shown in uh, Super Rugby, uh, they should have some really serious attacking options. We'll have details of that test match this coming Saturday uh, here on SAFM Sports Wrap with uh, Sports Special, rather, with John Herrica. Coming up tonight, 7 o'clock, uh, the cricket gets underway and uh, the Proteas in action against Australia. That match about to start. Uh, we'll chat to you. Hunderu next. SAFM Sports Wrap. Johan, uh, it's an important match for the Proteas tonight after losing their opener against the West Indies on Friday. Australia picking up a bonus point victory on Sunday. Uh, I don't want to say it's must win, but uh, it is vital that we do pick up some points tonight. Good evening, Brad. Yes, uh, I think another defeat here will make it very difficult for South Africa to go through to the final. I think if you're just looking at the first two games, you would expect Australia to be there. So we are competing against the West Indies for that second uh, final spot. But, uh, yeah, a very important game. And uh, fortunately for South Africa, Abu de Villiers winning the toss. So his luck with the coin has continued. And uh, South Africa deciding to bat first, just like they did against the West Indies on Friday. A very interesting team that the Proteas selected for this one. Wayne Parnell is coming back into the team. He replaces Chris Morris, and Carl Abbott has also been left out for the spin bowler. Tabray Shamsu is making his debut, so a massive moment for the Titans spinner, making your debut against a very strong Aussie lineup. But the conditions will suit him in this game. So if we're just having a look at the team again, a strong top five for the Proteas when it comes to batting. Quinton Lecoq, Hashim Amla, Riley Rousseau, Abu de Villiers, and JP Dumini, the top five. Puff Duplessis is obviously still recovering from his finger injury, and he hasn't been considered yet. But then next in it will be Far Berdin, who struggled with his batting, and Wayne Parnell, who is playing in his first ODI since February last year. And then the four bowlers to come. So a lot of pressure yet again on that top five. If Australia can pick up some early wickets, South Africa will be in some trouble. Yeah, Johan, that was, uh, I think, what left the Proteus down on Friday night was our batting, particularly in the middle order. Uh, we were bowled out cheaply. We just didn't give enough uh, runs or didn't get enough runs on the board for the bowlers to defend. If, if we're going to win this one, we've got to get off to a good start and carry that through for the full 50 overs. Definitely, and uh, like I said, it's all going to rely on that top five. You can't expect someone like Farberdin to all of a sudden find form with the bat and start scoring runs. Or Wayne Parnell, yes, he's been terrific in domestic cricket, but he hasn't played international cricket for a very long time. You can't rely on uh, those guys to score you some runs. You need to do it up front. Fortunately for South Africa in this one, they've got, uh, I think, the right bowling lineup because they have opted for the three spinners, and that's going to be interesting to see when uh, Abu de Villiers will turn to spinners. It might also mean that Kajisa Rabada and Wayne Parnell will open the bowling together and I don't think Wayne Parnell is quite used to that in international cricket but uh, yeah, the three spinners I think the right choice for these conditions in Guyana. you surprised to see Chris Morris being left out? I mean he's, he's come off a fairly decent IPL series. He's, he's performed well in the green and golds in, in previous matches. Uh, do, do you think it's just he's been rested or has he been dropped? 
No, I think he has just been arrested for some reason. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to actually find if there is a reason for uh, him being arrested, if he's maybe got a niggle or something. I can't see that. But, yes, in my opinion, if you wanted to bring uh, someone like Wayne Parnell into the side, you might have brought him into the, play, into the team in the place of uh, someone like Farberdin, who really has been struggling with his batting. And uh, I'm not having a go at him. It just He hasn't been that good with his batting. And he also, even in the game on Friday, he only bowled the one over, so if you're having him there as an all-rounder, he really isn't performing that role so Chris Morris might have been a better option, but uh, for some reason the, the coaching staff deciding to, to go with, uh, to leave Morris out instead Are you surprised that AB chose to, to bat first again, particularly after if you look at the pitch on Friday night, it, it did seem easier batting second and on the weekend on Sunday in the clash between the West Indies and Australia Yes, even on Sunday, Australia opted to send the West Indies in uh, to bat first. So, yes, an interesting call, but I think it shows the positive attitude that A.B. de Villiers has. I think what he wants to do is just get out there as soon as possible and uh, try and get that the run scoring going. Because on Friday, Quinton Lecoq and Hashim Amla got the team off to a good start, but they just couldn't follow that through with the middle and lower order. John Leroux, thank you so much for joining us this evening. We'll have crossings throughout the night here on SAFM as the Proteas take on Australia. First ball about to get bowled in Guyana, and we'll have updates for you throughout that clash. And that's about it for SAFM Sports Wrap this evening. We'll be back again tomorrow for the Wednesday edition. I'll be back tomorrow afternoon for PM Live Sport. We'll have more sport for you tomorrow morning, by the way, on AM Live with Janet Witten. Coming up on the other side of 7 o'clock, it is the Talk Shop with Naledi Maleo. Another great show in store. Lots of fantastic feedback on social media over the last 24 hours uh, about what's going on in the talk shop, so make sure you stay tuned. But before then, uh, it's time for your news with Greg Coase.